Do you believe that God will show up for you? Do you believe that he's showing up for you now? Do you believe that God is nowhere to be found? Do you believe that you're, you need so much help, but you cannot hear him, you can't see him, you can't feel him? I want to let you know, you may be feeling those things. And they may feel extremely real, but it is a lie. Because if you receive Christ, the scripture says that he lives in you. He dwells in you. So whether you can see him or feel him, he is in you. That is a truth. That is not just a fact. That is not just a statement. That is an absolute truth. I just had a baby almost three months ago. And right at the point of delivering, everything in me was like, I cannot do this. And while my pregnancies, this is the hardest one. She was 10 pounds. I had no idea she was 10 pounds. And I was in the bathtub and I just did not think I could do it. I actually wanted to get out, but it was just like too late because I felt like I'd need someone to hold my legs up or push my legs back because. I'd never done it this way before. My husband, as I'm leaning over the tub screaming, (laughs) my husband, he said, you are not alone. Jesus is in the room. He is with you. He is helping you. And at that moment, something in me just said, I, I don't know, I get so emotional. I'm getting emotional thinking about it, but I'm just like, I am not alone I wanted to back out of it even even though it was too late because I couldn't keep any food down and I know when it's when it's time to push you need every single ounce of energy I read that giving birth is running a marathon I've never ran a marathon I've never even ran a half a marathon the most miles that I've ran is I think straight is six miles and I know the fuel that you need prior and post And so I couldn't keep any food down. So naturally, I thought I'd have no energy for this. But spiritually, God is like, I got you. And it really propelled me to say, like, well, you know the scripture, God's grace is sufficient. And I'm telling you, I've seen it time and time and time and time again. When I I first got the understanding of grace, how to rely on grace, how to expect grace, how to recognize grace. And honestly, the more you recognize it, the more you'll see it, the more you'll experience it. Grace is waking up late for your job, right? And then your boss calls like, oh, you know, you don't have to be in until 11. Not knowing you was already coming late because you woke up late. It's like, oh, that's grace. So to you, it's like, oh, man, good looking out. That's the grace of God. It's so subtle but when you recognize his grace you'll see it more in your life and so I needed not only the grace of God I needed that supernatural energy and power and grace to push out my baby because I'm telling y'all I was so weak I was just sitting in the bathtub for hours and I guess I'll talk about this um, on another podcast but my my labor went pretty rapid. And if there's men listening, you're probably like, I don't want to hear this. 
catch what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. Um, I was reminded by someone who listened to the last episode, um, what she got from it was completely opposite of what I said, but the Holy Spirit is always speaking to us about our situation. It may not be verbatim what I'm saying. It could be just very something, very, just something different what you're ex- of what you're experiencing. So my prayer, honestly, is that as you're encouraged, that you're so sensitive to what the Holy Spirit is saying to you and that you're encouraged through what he's trying to get to you, get through you, get in you to pass along or to start or whatever it is. And so as I began um, that journey through laboring, my mind and my emotions was there (laughs) and I had to literally take no thought and think on things that were authentic. I had to think on things that are true. My body was created to do this. I am capable of having this baby naturally. I do not have to go to the hospital. My body will get an order because I said it's going to get an order and I have authority. I am going to push my baby out. I can do this. I've done it before. I can do it again. And I'm saying it, but something in me, like, it's like you say something, but your heart doesn't, it, it hasn't like got a hole in your heart. So you're saying it and it sounds good. It sounds good to you. <laughs> you know, what's so funny. Your heart is not even in line with what you're saying, but it sounds good to you. You believe it, but you, you haven't really grabbed hold of it. But I remember um, saying that, but also feeling slightly defeated because I hadn't progressed the way I thought I did. And I remember um, my midwife checking me and she said, oh, you're seven centimeters. You're seven centimeters. I was like, oh, I am. So it was like I, I kind of needed to hear that I was further along than what I thought I was. And here's the thing. Satan is like, yep. The same thing that happened last time. You're going to have to go to the hospital because this is the thing. He is our enemy. Okay. He comes to kill. He comes to still destroy. He wants to kill your dreams. He wants to destroy your confidence. He wants to rob you of what God is doing, but you have authority over him. You have power in your words. And so as soon as she said that something in me switched. Something in me caught the words that I had already been speaking. That's why you should always be speaking life, you know. But something in me caught those words. And when I caught those words, I'm like, I'm good. My husband was so tired. and He was hungry. He's like, I'm getting hungry. He was kind of over it. Like, you know, it's the fourth kid. So he's like, I know how this radio goes. Like, not that he didn't want to be there, but he's like, I'm hungry. I'm like, listen, I was so... As the, the, the people would say, zinned out. Like, I was so zen. It was... It was as if I took like some some gummies or something. <laughs> My midwife was like, you're not acting like you're seven centimeters. Because in her eyes, I should be screaming and going crazy. But I was in another place. Once I knew where I was, I was lasered in and I was focused on the goal. I want to see my baby, Iris. She is coming today. She's not coming tomorrow. She's on her way. And it's going to happen quick. I'm not going to be in here for hours. I'm not going to be pushing for hours. It is happening. So I get in the bathtub. And I want y'all to imagine this with me. If you're that type of person. (laughs) I get in the bathtub. And I'm just relaxed. I put the washcloth in my mouth. 
And as the contractions come, I'm biting down into the washcloth. And my midwife is like, oh, I like that. She's like, I need to go check. It was someone else in labor, by the way. She's like, I want to go in there and check. I said, I'm good. Like, I was so good that if I pushed her out without them there, I was like, I, I was I was just good. You know that feeling when you're like, I'm good. Like, I really do got this. Like, I got this. And I believed it. And I knew it. And my heart had grabbed a hold of it. So I knew I had it. And this was about 5.35, right? So something like as I'm sitting there and the contractions are coming, I'm like humming to myself. And I kept hearing this um, song and it's called No Words. And it just speaks of like how you can, you have no words, like you're overwhelmed by God's presence and his goodness and um i'm i'm hearing that song play on the speaker and i'm just somewhere else but i knew it was time to transition so as i'm sitting in the bath in the shower in the bathtub i turn the water on and my midwife is like oh you want to take a bath <laughs> you want to do a bath and i'm like i do she's like okay i'm going to let you i'm going to flow with you and i love that she gave it gave me the autonomy to make those decisions because I knew I had it. And I want to also say she shared a story with me of how another another lady was not progressing, but she progressed quickly and had her baby. She had no idea she was sharing faith. So that's why it's so important that you constantly feed your faith. Because your faith is what's going to take you and continue to pro- propel you forward in whatever journey, whatever path you're on, whatever God is calling you to do, whatever situation you're in in the moment to just keep going keep chugging along keep putting one foot in front of the other keep having your eyes gazed on god and his goodness that is always at work in your life if it's good then it's god so anyhow i get on all fours and i begin to grunt and i said oh yeah i'm about to do this my midwife is like uh uh Dele, Dele. <laughs> I think it's time for you to get in here. So he comes in. He's like, what do you need from me, babe? I was like, I don't need anything. I won't get too graphic. But just imagine this with me. So I'm pushing. I'm pushing. The baby's head is right there. It's right there. I'm pushing. And I'm like... Oh gosh, I don't think I can do this. My husband's like, you can do this. I'm screaming. She said I was screaming bloody murder. I'm screaming. And I didn't want to scream, but it's like, I have no, I don't know. I, I, this is, this is a lot. <laughs> and I've done this before. And I know what this is. But this is a lot. And then guess what? Here's the enemy. You don't have any energy because you can't eat anything. You've been throwing up all day. You can't do this. You need help. Who's going to hold your legs for you? You're going to push this baby out by yourself? So isn't it amazing? So here's the thing. Oh my gosh. I don't want to make this a long podcast. But God has already given us the victory, right? So imagine yourself. I preached this message one time. Imagine yourself in a football field. You need to obviously get from one field to the one end to the other. I don't know a lot about football, so I'm not going to use a bunch of analogies in that regards. But Imagine yourself starting out on the right side. You obviously need to go to the left side. You are on the left side with your hands lifted in victory. 
But to get to the left side, you're coming over obstacle after obstacle after obstacle, but you've already won. So it's walking through that to get to the place of victory because you've already won. So my baby is already in my arms. I see her in my arms. Even though she's still in me and I'm pushing, but I see her in my arms, but the enemy's like, you can't do this. And that's the thing. He will beat you up when you're right at the finish line. But I promise if you just get over that finish line, because you've already won, the victory's already yours. And God is with you. He is a ever-present help. And I kind of always say this, and I was feeling like, oh, do I say that a lot? I say it because it's real, because it's true. It has to become true in your life. He is a ever-present help who is going to, who has already activated his goodness, his grace in your life to get you and propel you forward, put people along your path. I'm always like, you know, divine appointments. I need favor with man. I got favor with heaven, but I need favor with man. I need it all to get to the place of where God is taking me. We all do. So anyway, my husband's like, God is here. He is in the room. Jesus is here. I think he said, Jesus is here. And it's like, when he said that, it was like, he is here. And I just pushed and her head came out. And I was like, whew, all right. My midwife was like, okay, got to get her body out. <laughs> um, and then I pushed and her body came out. And it was just like, it was just so surreal because I took all confidence. Like, I had no, those last three minutes, all my confidence was in Christ, not in myself. Because naturally, I was depleted. But spiritually, I was filled. And so I want to encourage you in that realm today. God is your ever-present help. You don't have to ask him to feel you because you are filled when you receive Christ. When you receive Christ, you receive the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit dwells on the inside of you, you know him. Because you know him, he will direct your path. I just saw something um, with Jackie Hill Perry. I think that's her name. And she said, like, he answers the dumbest questions. I wouldn't even go to say that they're dumb. I would just say we don't regard, we don't, we don't think to ask him the small things. Ours was, how do you fix a seatbelt? Mine's have been so like, where did I last leave this? And he takes me right there. It's when I get in the way that I can't find it, but the Holy Spirit wants me to find it. He never wants us to go around a tree 20 times. He wants us to get past that point. But he's in you. He is helping you. You are capable of receiving his help. Because he is in you. You know the voice of God. Because he lives in you. My hope and my encouragement is that you begin to fine tune your ears, your heart, and your spirit to his voice. And it can be something so simple. God, help me to hear you more. Help me to understand you more. I'm going to be honest with you. I still haven't fixed my laptop. But as I was lying in bed tonight, I said, I can record. I want to record. I obviously want to give you the best. I want it to be clear. I want it to be crisp. But I don't want to hold back what God has given me because I don't have every necessary tool that would make it a bit better. 
because my hope is that you grasp hold of the message and what the Holy Spirit is saying to you through this message. And so, I hope that you are encouraged. I hope that you've grabbed the whole and let's continue to grow together. Let's bear fruit and fruit that remains. Obviously, let's get answers to the prayers and the things that we're believing and help other people in the process. All right, guys. In the meantime, bye.